I was going to make it. Who's in her fucking I, seat? I you zipped in there quick. You guys missed watching Meg get dressed by like five seconds. It was oh, literally yeah. this. This was not on her. She was wearing nothing, and now she's wearing that. Yeah. Oh, you broke the illusion. Well, well, okay. All right. Well, welcome to the patch. I'm flipping the thing. There we go. I remembered. Good. I'm very proud uh, of you. Brought to you today by Blue Apron and MeUndies. I like that we're all now invading everyone's shots. Every single one of us. Well, you put your feet up first, and then I was like, oh, uh, feet up sounds great. It's something about a coffee table. I feel like I have to put my feet up. Okay. Like, I, I'm not using a coffee table properly if I don't. I feel the same way, but I get in trouble if I do at home. If I put my feet, even like the lower shelf, I would put my foot on the lower shelf. Gavin's like, could you not? Really? Yeah, really? Gavin's the one defending the My mom friend. tells me no. <laughs> always, okay, mom. Yeah, yeah. See, I got my legs are long, so I get into everybody's shot. I, you know, I need to stretch my legs out because uh, free play did my legs in earlier. Oh, you had to do like three squats, right? It was Real more hard. than that, okay? Real hard. You didn't see. You're in, in a in a week and a half. You're gonna really have to use your little legs. Oh God! I know. Don't I'm do that to me. About it. Um, the patch day has Ashley, Meg, Ryan. Damn it! Hey. Well, well it was and supposed to Meg, be Meg Ryan. Oh yeah, and we did the that again. Of Not Gus. Of you, yes. It was supposed to be the physicality of Gus. Yeah. Right, but and he. What? Why is he not here? Oh, Can we call him out? Is he? I don't know. I didn't get specifics. The best part was Ryan was planning to abandon us. Oh yeah. What you were yeah. gonna? I was gonna take this one off. So when you came over this morning and yeah. were complaining about Gus dropping out, you were only complaining yeah. because him dropping out meant you couldn't drop out. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Meg, I'm feeling a little unloved at the exactly. moment. Exactly. He wanted to abandon us. Look, I was just taking one off. He's a piece of shit. I feel bad. Like, I, I keep feel like I'm thrusting myself on the audience, right? Well, I mean, I'm here I all the time. Ryan, I think the audience yourself. welcomes your thrusting. I mean, I thought I'd give him a break. I thought I'd give him a week off. Yeah. I, plus, I've done like the last. All the time. I've done like the last three off topics. I'm like, they're probably sick of me on podcasts. I'll just, you know, Gus will get in there and. I mean, he's on every RT podcast, so maybe they're sick of him too, but he's not on every patch. Hmm. See what, what I'm nope, trying to do there? Seen, not no? seen any of it. Okay. So never mind then. You're stuck with us, but yeah. that means that you can join us in a discussion of like the only game that's come out, The Witness. Yes. Well, let's talk about you know, that. Also, witness. the division beta. Let's talk about right, the witness. The beta. Yes. Let's talk about the witness. All right, let's talk about the witness. Okay, Fine. So, we just put a let's play for this. I mean, for for those who who don't know, I mm -hmm. guess. I, I, you must if it's fine if you've been living under a rock whatever since this is the only game that's released in the last couple of weeks I guess um, but it's Jonathan Blow's new game and he's a, an indie developer he was most known for Braid which came out several years ago it was a it was last gen and um, his new project uh, the witness he's been working on it for years years and years and years uh, and it's been like really blown up it's a puzzle game mm hmm Right. Ash, are we watching your... You're watching my game, but you're watching me fumble through. Sorry, I, I took this a little bit earlier today when I was like... Okay, so it's a puzzle game. Yeah. Yes. And it's one of those sort of... Uh, I like it. It's a throwback to Myst, which was one of my first real you say that. gaming That's... addictions. Uh, because it's like you're, you're, you're by yourself, you're solving these puzzles, except here's the difference, is I go to a puzzle and I go, aha, this makes sense in some way. <laughs> there is a logic behind this puzzle in The Witness, whereas a lot of puzzle games, I feel like they can be in just insanely unintuitive. So, oh, well, I hope, you, I hope you connected the binky with the fishing pole in your inventory because you're going to need it now as you're going to connect it with the life raft, and now you can get through this puzzle. All right, now clearly you haven't seen all the puzzles in The Witness. I have That's not. That's very true. Yeah, no. I, I not. feel like I should have brought my notes. Had I known we were going to talk yeah, about The Witness, I would have brought my notes. I have notes. a notepad. I mean, your desk is so far away. No, oh, no, it's, not, it's not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I played it at home. Gavin and I play, and we sit together and uh, and play it. And I have a notepad. I got to, I've gotten actually, I've, I've spent a fair amount of time in The Witness. I feel like I solve a bunch of things, and then I wander off, and sometimes I come back, and you, you get your little beacons that light uh -huh. up the island. Um, but I got to the puzzles with the shade, where you couldn't right. uh, go under the shade, but then mm. you turn around, and there was like a branch across the thing. So I drew like a diagram of the branch, and then I figured that the last puzzle of that with the gate and the leaves, mm -hmm. I thought I had one gate door open, I didn't realize I needed to open the other gate door, so I probably spent like 30 solid minutes trying to like map out the leaves in the gate and where uh -huh. the sunlight would be and why. <laughs> just I just confused myself. So I have all these different like diagrams and everything, and it's really fun. It's one of those games, though, where you look around and you're like, oh, I haven't been trained to do this set of puzzles yet. Like mm -hmm. these are, I don't know this 
concept yet. Yeah. So I got to the, um, right now I'm at the, like there's all these weird statues that are like frozen in time. Mm -hmm. And there's um, a garden where you go through and it's each different type of puzzle you've encountered so far. And then I hit a type of puzzle I had not yet encountered. So now I'm like going around the island trying to figure out where that training area for that is. Do they all have training areas? Because there's yeah, they we, all have. Just you know, blundering around the island as we tend to do in Let's Plays. We definitely ran into a few that are like, I guess this is the beginning of this area, but it's it's like sometimes you'll have blocks with symbols in them. Yeah. And that denotes something, but they never explain what it denotes. No, you so have it's to very... find, It's all trial and error. Yeah. But you'll get to areas. Each area has like a starting screen, mm -hmm. and that'll be the easiest. And you like solve something, and you're like, okay, that worked, I guess, because I have to enclose the white blocks. Right. It's right. just to thing. introduce you to yeah. the concept, and then it starts to throw curveballs. Right. To be fair, it is also very difficult to think logically when you're being screamed at by three other people. Oh, uh, that's probably I would say that's yeah. probably not achievement hunter strength. Yeah. Ever, really. Maybe no. part of the fun. Yeah, alone or in groups. We're yeah. really just not. <laughs> Logic puzzles, not so much. I'm not sending in the achievement hunter squad. Um, but no, I, I, I haven't gotten into the quarry yet. I got underground, which I think is going to lead me into the quarry, but... I can't, there's a, a puzzle in the little underground part that I don't know how to solve yet, so mm -hmm. now I'm wandering about. Yeah, every time I encounter a puzzle, I just sort of stare at it for a while and hope it'll expose its secrets. Mm. And failing that, I just, as you might have seen with the gameplay, start dragging things around and go, yeah, eh, until something works. And that's usually when it'll connect. I'm a bad learner. <laughs> there was, uh, I went through one of the, the puzzles very early on where, uh, it's the one that starts to teach you about drawing a line to separate the white dots from the black dots. Mm -hmm. And I right. went down there. Segregation the minigame. Yeah, it is yes. segregation. <laughs> it is segregation <laughs> the minigame. Uh, where, but, so I went through there a whole bunch that are side by side getting increasingly complex. I didn't realize that's what I was doing. Oh. I thought that I just had to have, like, draw a line that connected, like, that went between the two. But I didn't realize it was like one had to be all on one side, one all had to be on the other side. So I was going through that and getting really frustrated about like why I've got all the lines. They've all got lines next to them. Why aren't they going? And uh. finally, finally it clicked. Mm -hmm. But it took ages because it, it doesn't just explain. It doesn't handhold. There are no tutorials, which mm -hmm. is really kind of cool. It's just explore, try stuff out. It makes sense. Eventually you'll get it and then you'll feel like an idiot. I got to, I felt that way about the tree puzzles with the fruit that uh, hangs in the I tree. I love the tree fruit puzzles. Uh, I did not realize there was fruit in the tree and I was like, eh, fuck it. I just like trial and errored until I solved the first one and then I was like, and then the, the most annoying thing is if you s screw up the second one, the first one shuts off. You have to yeah. go redo the first one. And I probably solved three via process of elimination <laughs> before I was like, there's got to be some, Gavin and I were like, there's got to be, oh, there's a fruit in that tree. But then you get to one that there's no fruit in, and that one's mm -hmm. annoying. Yeah, the, the very last one. Yeah. Yeah, because then there's just a couple of broken branches. And then, So that one I trial and errored, because yeah. I was like, I'm not sure which broken branch the fruit would have been on, and it just happened to be the first one I tried. That's nice. And then, well, then I lit that up, and the cord goes underground, and it just disappears into fucking nothing. <laughs> I'm so pissed off. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Later. I'm actually following that cord at the moment, so I solved those, and uh, it's there's a... It looks like an old windmill-type tower. Yeah. And so I followed that. Like, I went around and followed it down underground. Yeah, the cord doesn't so. go down there. It actually, if you go past that windmill, it opens one of the metal doors for the beacon for that section. Oh. Well, I'm underground now. It's up. <laughs> uh, but, but underground, there's a series, There's a puzzle there that if you are if you follow the same path I'm on, you're not going to be able to solve yet. Mm. I like it. There was one curveball with the apple fruit tree thingies uh, where... And this one took me a while to figure out where you actually have to look at it from the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to figure out like the they, they weren't they weren't matching up, uh -huh. and uh, I couldn't figure out why I was trying. I was trying to draw the line to approximately the right place where the fruit was. It wasn't working. wasn't working. Eventually, looked at it from behind, matched everything up, did it first try. We when we were going through the let's play, we were kind of looking up some information on it. it oh. I think the developer said that there was essentially two kinds of puzzles. There's Logic, and then there's observational, where you have to check out your environment to kind of determine how to solve the puzzle. It was, uh, I mean, the only thing about the game that is, uh, yeah, I'm not hugely in love with is the fact that it's, it, they're all 2D puzzles. Like, there's, 
there's not really any. It is break draw in the that. line. The game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will say I'm, I'm looking up the exact quote here. There was something about um, Jonathan Blow saying there was a puzzle that less than one percent of people will be able to solve. <laughs> Bullshit. We got walkthroughs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, what? How long does it take you before you go and look up a solution? To I your haven't. Puzzle? We haven't looked up anything. Gavin and I ref, we're gonna go the whole way. You're gonna be the one percent. Yeah. Well, we just were like we don't want to look it up at all. So we've mm -hmm. been. We just, if we're stuck on something, we venture off to something else and then try and come back. I do on occasion feel like some of these are, uh, there's there's several of them that are just pure trial and error. Like there is no observational component to it. Like um, the whatever the one is that unlocks the weird old guy in the movie room that he just talks at you for a while. Have you guys seen that I part? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, there's, it's, it's uh, basically it's just a, a starting and end point with a bunch of different variation uh, lines between it. But I don't, at least I never did spot a, uh, a rhyme or reason to the correct series of turns that unlocks it. But if you just do it enough, eventually you can unlock it. And this video of this guy pops up on a screen. I probably should know who it is. I don't like, it seems like one of those old film strippy, like yes. And the humanity evolved to solve puzzles on 2d space or something. Uh, I kind of lost focus. Cause again, mid mid let's play, it's hard to, sit and listen to somebody in the game talk for long. Mm. You're already listening to so many other people talk. Yeah, there's too many voices in my head as it was. Uh, and we just it, wandered The ones off. in your head? I was talking about the ones around you. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they get in your head after a while. <laughs> Especially when everybody's yelling at you like, no, turn left, no, turn right. Oh, apparently, is that the guy? That guy. Apparently. Don't show me spoilsies. Uh, apparently, Jonathan Blow's quote was, there's at least one puzzle in the game right now that almost nobody, like 1% of players, will ever be able to figure out. That seems like poor design to Well, me. you know what that reminds me of is, uh, you know that early access game? We were talking about this earlier today, yeah. Meg. Uh, that early access game is called The Journey of the Light, something like that. And uh, it was supposed to be this, this six-level puzzle oh, game where you, yeah. you guide this light through a journey. And uh, it turned out that there was no way to solve the first level. There was no solution whatsoever. And the other five levels were just clones of the first level mm -hmm. that you couldn't get to in the first place. And the, the developer had no. The developer had been like, "Yeah, no, it. it's going to be super, super hard. A lot of people. It's going to take like months for people to figure out how to beat it." <laughs> piece of shit. What like, I got time. Ah, <laughs> do you know, two more months to make level two? Do you know that there are speed runs already of The Witness? Really? What? Yes. Gavin and I were me. looking it up. We we're like, do you think there's speed? We, we ended the speed run right where we were, so we wouldn't see any spoilers. But there are people who are already speed running The Witness. That's crazy. That's I wonder crazy. if they include the 1% puzzle. I do, too. Something about the guy made a joke about it in his speed run, but I didn't quite understand if he was actually joking, joking, or he said something about like some copies Meg of the Scott's game got my feet. didn't wah, wah, have wah. it. Wah, wah, didn't wah. have the 1%? Yeah, he said something about... It, but I don't. He might have been joking. Less I don't, than one percent will be able to solve it. Because it's not the ones game. that actually get it. Yeah, but I just I didn't know if he was. I, I, it could have been that he was just joking about how mm -hmm. hard it was. To Maybe solve, what he know. means is only rich people will be able to solve uh, it. The top one percent. Well, yeah. then, occupy Gavin's the set. witness. Yeah, no, no, it no takes, problems there. It takes an actual gold bar to be able to solve it. <laughs> <laughs> just send it to Jonathan uh, Blow, and congratulations, you solved the puzzle. I mean, if you're familiar with the currency exchange rates in uh, high level IRAs, then. Uh, You'll solve that's it. That's as much financial talk as I could come up yeah, with. Yeah, I was look, I was buying it. Yeah. I think the thing that's really interesting to me so far about the witness is the lack of narrative, especially for someone like Jonathan Blow, who created a game like Braid that was all narrative. True, but it was also um, at the time it was also very non traditional narrative because it wasn't I mean, you were you're playing the game. Mm -hmm. You play it backwards. Backwards. Yes. Yeah, I was I was trying to decide. I was like, this is a thing we can talk about, right? Fuck it, yeah, the game's been out for a really, really, really long time. You play through the game backwards. Well, the whole mechanic is time manipulation. Yeah. Um, and, and also, the I think the, the story bits, if memory serves, has been a long time, but they're all told, like, in past tense, so... I think it's it's not a huge spoiler that you're playing the game backwards. Yeah, so... It's, the big um, spoiler is something else. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I guess, I mean, it's... Another non-traditional narrative. It's not walking you through anything. It's not explaining anything. We'll see where it goes. I'm well. There is no narrative, right? That's what I'm saying. Is yeah, there a narrative? Zero. Is there something at the end when I light up all the things that something happens and I learn why I'm on this island? If it you know does, I, mean? I don't think that would count. Yeah, I just That's I don't feel like I'm blurb. understanding mm -hmm. any. Like, there's no mm -hmm. narrative at this point. So it was very interesting that Jonathan Blow 
went for it. That's uh, kind of the, people keep comparing it to Mist, and I feel like that's what really sets it apart, though, or for good or ill, is that one, it's they're all the 2D style puzzles. I mean, they're different puzzles. It's not like they're all the same challenge, but they are still all that 2D format, mm -hmm. uh, which at a certain point starts to feel sort of unrelieved. Yeah. Uh, and two, with Mist or games like that there was a story to the island. Like, mm -hmm. you were learning something about the place you are, and this is just like... I feel the same way, yeah. A lot, uh, <laughs> a lot of people aren't making the same conclusion because it's not on an island, but Seventh Guest is the same way in that mm -hmm. it's a series of brain teasers. So it kind of reminds me of it in that respect, but there's so much more narrative and, like, a linear narrative to the Seventh Guest and Eleventh Hour um, that I wish was there with The Witness. I feel mm -hmm. very, like... I don't feel I feel motivated to solve the puzzles just because it's a game that's out right now and something that I look forward to. But I don't feel I don't think I'll be motivated. I wonder if I'll be motivated to finish it because there's no narrative there to like find out what happens next. So he picked his release window perfectly. Yeah, I mean, just because it's the, yeah. But the thing about the release window too, this game was delayed about a million times. It was well, I'll see how much it was actually delayed. But it was originally announced with the unveiling of the PS4 initially. So we have been waiting many years for this game. It was originally announced in 2009. You know the weird thing about the way this game was presented? If you were to say put that on a like, mobile device and just have it be a series of puzzles that you just do with your finger, that could easily work for this game. The, well, it's it's going to be on weird, iOS. Uh, it's coming to iOS. Gonna, well, do you still navigate the island? Because that's the thing that makes it instead of just being a straight mobile game that makes it feel like a bigger game, which in some ways gives you the expectations of... Well, you could do that on an iPhone. You could story. certainly navigate the island on an iPhone, just kind of like how you walk around mm -hmm. in Minecraft and stuff like that on an iPhone. That all works. It was originally set to be released in 2011. But if you didn't have the walkie part of it, then it would just be a puzzler, right? Yeah. Although I do love the island. It's The graphics in the, the world mm -hmm. are beautiful. I, I feel very relaxed walking around. It's a nice... Um, contrast to doing the puzzles and getting super frustrated with them and just wanting to punch the screen. Uh -huh. The island itself is gorgeous. It's very the graphics very in a zen. way are very simplistic and and kind of stylized and hyper colorful. And the bloom, I'm pretty sure the bloom is turned all the way up. <laughs> uh, but it works for me. I like it, but I am frustrated by its lack of intuitive invisible walls so you walk to like a tiny ledge and it's like well i can't possibly walk over this itty bitty <laughs> ledge i have to find a way down like that really annoys me don't you tell me that i've played skyrim <laughs> awful anything so, really, really can be climbed with a horse yes well not a single ledge in the witness can be surmounted you must or bypassed. Or, yeah, 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 you have to go around everything, which is really annoying. Yeah, I do think this game will work well on mobile. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great iPad game. There's, um, did you guys play uh, Monument Valley? Yeah, on mm -hmm. mobile. It's uh, Ryan, I think you'd like it. It reminded me of, uh, we got a lot of recommendations to play this uh, in conjunction with Fez when we played that for Game Club. Uh, it's a perspective puzzle game. It's for iOS, I'm assuming Android as well. I'd be very surprised if it's not on Android where it's a lot of forced perspective. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah um, Escher-esque landscapes that you have to try to uh, navigate. So I am by, by turning things around. Positive it, it's on Android. Yeah, it's, I would, there, there's no way it wouldn't be at this point. It might, even, Valley. It might yeah. even be on yep. Windows Phone. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh, let's not get crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> really, it it's pretty simple and straightforward in that uh, it's yeah. uh, it's like ten levels of these various puzzles, and all the puzzles uh, make sense in in that same sort of way where they're not easy necessarily. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're kind of easy, but. You do them and you go, ah, okay, of course, this is this process makes. I see the extraness kind of, of it. It also has like a really interesting story in that it has very little story, but mm -hmm. some story that you're like, oh, you're so mysterious. I want to figure out what you are. Yeah, I want to plumb your depths. Okay. Well, okay, hey. goodness. Hey. To plumb Ryan your depths. Plumbing the depths. That's a good way to say it. You want to delve all. deeply. Yeah. No. You want to dive Ryan, in head first. Diving uh, in head first. That's such a gross way to say that. How is that gross? I want to fist your brain for the knowledge. Well, I it's mean, the now you're just making it loose. <laughs> yeah, but you already made it loose. <laughs> that's not making it loose. Plumbing the depths. Good that's, God. That's 
poetic. Dive I want to dry hump first. this subject until right, we get look, where we're going. If you want to be dirty with it, then be dirty. You, with you it. already were dirty. That's with not it. dirty. It is. It is. Ryan, it was. Both of us had the same reaction, so you know that. It's that real. you both have dirty minds? Yes, I know that. Well, that, yeah, we're adults. <laughs> What's the last adult you knew that didn't have a dirty mind? I'm not going to say. <laughs> that means the answer is his wife. No, it's not What's my wife. What's the next news? My thing? wife works with vets. Vets are the dirtiest minded people ever. Oh, I bet every doctor says that. <laughs> every doctor's like, proctologist, man. <laughs> the dirtiest doctors there are. I'd feel like they would have to be the cleanest, though, just to kind of counteract the... Uh, like, I've been up I an asshole all day. I need to... Butts all day. Let's talk about something nice, like flowers. Wee. Or... You need to know how to cook. Oh, wow. Hey. Not only do you feel like you know your way around the kitchen, but cooking at home means eating healthier and saving money instead of ordering expensive takeout again. But where do you start? Blue Apron has you covered. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers all the fresh ingredients you need to create home-cooked meals. Just follow the easy step-by-step -step instructions. Each meal can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. No overwhelming trips to the grocery store. No more sad takeout. Mm. No matter your dietary preferences, Blue Apron makes it a breeze to discover and prepare dishes like sea red chicken and mashed potatoes or fresh beet linguine right in your own kitchen. Cook with ingredients you've never used before like watermelon radishes, farro, 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 and purple potatoes. They are actually really good. I roasted them before. And they're delicious. Uh, and recipes are, uh, recipes are between 500 to 700 calories per portion. Delicious and good for you. Right now, you can get your first two meals for free at blueapron.com slash thepatch. That's blueapron.com slash thepatch. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I, I actually talked and it, all the words worked except for meal. We're all very impressed. I'm impressed with me. I, it doesn't happen that often. That I only mess up once. You feel good about it? I do. Your command of the English language is improving. I mean, I'm, I'm plumbing the yeah, depths I, of I've, the English language. I've become the same person. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened in news? Are oh, you talking about hey, the Division the Beta? The Division Beta came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, uh, we did. We, we also have done a Let's Play in that. It's not out yet. But um, So single player, you're walking around the streets in New York. You know, very post-apocalyptic. It doesn't look as nice as it did in the E3, but it's never gonna really look as nice as it does in E3. Uh, you can still close doors. Well, there's that. I mean, thing. that was a big mechanic from the thing. Uh, they have scrapped apparently the the, uh, the they were going to have the ability to kind of second screen in essentially with like mm -hmm. an iPad. You could mm -hmm. do become like a drone. Apparently, that's been scrapped. Huh. Uh, they Maybe felt it'll come it was going to be too DLC. unbalanced. Well, no, they said they claim it was going to be too unbalanced for like pvp um which seems like kind of an excuse right because you could just not have it in pvp but then that's true but i given that the game is in a way it's a it's a persistent online multiplayer game it's yeah it's an mmo it's it can be difficult depending on how the game is created mm -hmm. to just say oh drones don't work right now well, it, I mean, there's very clear delineation, at least in the beta, between single player, or re not single player, but uh, non-PVP and PVP. You have to go to a special area called the Dark Zone, and that's where the PVP content is. But that's where you also get, like, supplies and stuff, right? Because they were saying something about you wouldn't want to venture through the Dark Zone by yourself because you're going to get overwhelmed, but you can pick up light supplies? Is there something that there's, like, some sort of reward? So it was kind of a, a weird system, and again... Doing a Let's Play is like the worst way to try and really understand what you're doing because we never stop to read anything. We just blow <laughs> through it and keep going. Um, so I, if it was explained, I didn't see it. But basically, uh, you have these things that you have in your stash, which is kind of like it's very similar to your stash in uh, Diablo. So you've got a chest that just has all your storage in it. And you can find things that then you go to the uh, Dark Zone and there's a Extraction Zones. And you go to the extraction zone and you start kind of a mini event where it announces to everyone in that server or that area, someone's doing this. Uh, and you can then elect to go attempt to stop them from go doing their extraction, which is a helicopter flies in over a certain amount of time, drops a rope. You hook the thing up to the rope and it takes it out. And then later you get stuff. Mm. But well, actually, that was the most fun we had because we rolled in there with a group of four and uh, just every time we saw an extraction, we just mobbed it. 
the interesting thing is, every time you do that, if you start killing other players, like you're not inherently bad with them. But once you start killing people, it starts attracting more and more negative attention. So you become a rebel. And for a certain amount of block, depending on how much, a certain amount of time, depending on how much damage you did or how many people you killed, you are now like a fair target. And they can get uh, bonuses for killing you. And if you get high enough, like to rank five, which we did at one point, everyone on the server is basically pointed at you. They said, okay, go kill those guys. And the longer you're alive, if you make it to the end, you get a bonus. But they kill if they kill you, the rest of the people on the server get a bonus. So, oh, so if one person kills you, they get a bonus. The whole rest of the server gets the bonus, or no, the whoever's involved one person. in killing. Okay. I think mm-hmm. uh, we were only on the being hunted side of it. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we, well, we managed to anchor the server, and we kind of hunkered down in a little corner, and just a wave of people came at us. So that was actually. Did you guys cool. survive till the end? Oh God, no. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it, this was our first time in the dark zone, so we're like level nothing. I mean. Uh, most of our guns were way under-leveled versus some of the people that came at us. We did get a few of them, though. Yeah. Like, the first wave didn't take us down. Mm. Uh, the subsequent waves, maybe we should not have all been standing in a very you. small area because we did <laughs> blow it up. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit of grenade action. Like Just watch one roll in the door and go, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. That, we thought we'd pick such a good spot, in too. In hindsight, it was like there not was, the greatest deal. Well, I don't know. Like, it was a good little hold spot because we had... It was like we're on a roof with walls on every side, and there was just one ladder that came up to it. You'd think that four of us could hold a single entry point. How did you die? We got shot to death. Okay. Wow, so, so you didn't even so get wasn't grenade. a grenade. Well, no, there was grenades involved, but no, we. I, I'm not even sure who went down first. It was someone kind of behind me went down, and once they got up the ladder, they were just all over us. Uh, like a bunch of them all came up the ladder. You know, I feel that way. There's a part of Resident Evil 4 where you, at the very beginning in the village. Mm-hmm. Did you guys play Resident Evil 4? No. Oh, such a good game. Shame on both of you. Please I'm make sure time to play it. it again. Well, it's on like everything. And you should play it because it's one of the best games of all time. Nah. Anyway, there's. It's really, really good when you, uh, but at the very beginning in the village, there's a spot where you're taking on the whole village at the same time. And the best place, in my opinion, to hunker down is one of the little huts where you can put a nightstand in front of the door. Mm-hmm. And then they break the door, but then they can only, they can't push the nightstand with that unless a lot of them pile up. So you just like pelt them through the door. But sometimes I'd be like, this is so easy. This couldn't go wrong. There'd be some times where they would just come in and overwhelm me. And I'd be like, what happened? I All had I had it. to do was shoot through a door. It's like that time that Anakin, you know, jumped from the low ground and took out Obi-Wan in the high ground. (laughs) That's how it goes, right? He was the chosen one. So, (laughs) yeah, Obi-Wan didn't leave him there to die or anything. That's not right. Well, I mean, he didn't want to be the. I mean, you can watch him burn, but don't stab him in the face. Like, at that point, what do you do, right? You've got, like, this person who's laying on the ground. They're going to die. You wish that they wouldn't, but they kind of have to. Do you actually kill them, though? Because then you're responsible for killing them. Or do you just like nudge them into the lava? You're you're ending their suffering, like lightsaber them in the face. Yeah, but that's your friend. Easy. Yeah, but it's it's like you're putting your friend out of your misery. It's, it's like a your final brother. gift. It's a final gift to them. Final gift of a stab. And a head. final gift to the galaxy. To be honest, right. it would have been. How it could you anticipated that it would have turned out like that? It's not like Jedi's have it, foreknowledge it's of like the future. Every friggin' James Bond ever. You just shoot him in the face. You're right. You and just then shoot him in the face. And then it's done. It's true. You do need to make sure of the kill. Yes. Yeah. You got to confirm the Don't kill. Don't wait till it rolls tap. into the lava. Uh, but as far as the single, well, I keep saying single player. As far as the campaign-y part of it, uh, that's pretty the underwhelmed. PVE? Yeah. Again, it, it suffer, I mentioned this last time. It, I, it does suffer a bit from that, hey, I just shot that guy in the head. But he's still fine. Because oh, right. You were all uppity because... Shots in video games aren't as realistic as well, you want them human. to be. Oh no, I got shot and now I'm healed magically. That's fine. It's but I shot someone and they're not dead. That's not look, fine. The thread of willing suspension of disbelief is tenuous, but <laughs> it needs like to be such honored. You're a ridiculous person. Put a helmet on. It's but then, fine. Didn't, was it you, me, and Jeff that were all arguing with this? We were we about arguing what? about this in Australia? Was, about or, this? Was I thought it, we were talking about the last guess? patch. Was it Gus? We were saying that it was ridiculous. Oh, you wanted them to put a helmet on yeah. AI players. Yeah. And then that real players, do they uh, they have a helmet and AI doesn't have a helmet, so they go right down? I mean, they could have a helmet. Right. Like, you you can customize your gear. But I'm just saying, if it's a player character, they can't go down in one shot because players aren't killed 
Well, I guess they could be killed. What I mean, if Call of Duty happens all the true. time? That's very true. What if there there are a lot of games out there that do invisible helmets, so that way you can still see your really sick hairstyle that you spent three hours customizing on your character, but you still get the benefits of the helmet. Uh, Mass Effect did that, I think. Those right? are usually just in social zones, though. Mass Effect's a single player game. Well, and yeah, you could but still do it when you go to like. Or you're right. Wait a minute, no, Destiny, you're thinking whatever. about. A, wait, I think you're thinking about Dragon Age, right? Could you do it, in Mass Effect? Maybe, possibly. In Mass Effect, I you had know. to go into Look, space. The point is, we're like, I don't have the no helmet. The point is, you can have invisible helmets. <laughs> so there are some games. Maybe, right. maybe all those AI characters or whatever just turned on their invisible helmet setting because they really thought their hairstyle was cool today. Well, That's thank right. you. You've actually given me a, a thread. For my willing suspension of disbelief. Now they're all You're just welcome. wearing social helmets. I'm happy that You're I can ridiculous help. Human that is not helmets. ridiculous. That's a reasonable expectation. You're ridiculous. It, it's a human character. If I shoot a human character in the head with a gun. What about when you get shot, Ryan? You don't want to die instantly because it's fucking annoying when that happens in a game. You want to be shot and have the red come in and be like, oh, fuck, I'm shot. I got to get out of the way. I'm so then invincible. when you get behind a box for five seconds, you fucking heal, and then you're ready to go again. Everybody knows that the hero is invincible. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. You're no I can one's get hero, shot. Ryan. No you're one no shoots one's in the, hero. No one hit. No, AI don't shoot for the head. What happens when you heal from one of those? You just yeah. duck behind a box and suddenly yeah. the bullet goes... Yeah, Ryan's fine with that. Oh, that's totally Wolverine. No, it's style. caught in the armor. It's just caught in the armor. You're just you're you're just brushing it off. You're seeing right. red creep into your vision because you're dying. But you're magical. Look, that's armor. just the impact. Okay, you're going into a little bit of shock from all the thumps. It's on the armor though. Right. It's all it's good. All yeah. Sure. Armor, yeah. No, you just and you got to dust it off because if a bullet hits another bullet. What about when you have a med pack, a Ryan? What what happens there? It's just. You know, it's it's topical. It's uh, like creams. Okay. Ryan, good. Ryan, you're straining my willing suspension of disbelief. <laughs> yeah, you're really fucking with my suspension of disbelief here. Look, let's agree to disagree, okay? okay? Why don't we? Then? <laughs> um, the upgrade system works a little weird too, where it's you basically at least the way the demo or the beta worked was, it's like base building. So you have skills and you have perks, but the way you unlock additional uh, perks, I think, is the one that. Uh, you do this with is basically you run missions and then you come back to the base. It's like there's three different wings of the base and you upgrade the base to give yourself access to new abilities. Oh, that's cool. So it's like you upgrade part and now you have like, like a, you upgrade your hospital and now you have better health. Exactly. That's Actually, cool. yeah, you upgrade the hospital wing and I was then able to have a device that I could shoot at the ground and it would create like a little healing area. Oh, interesting. Those don't exist either, right? No, I'm not arguing that these things, <laughs> that's the problem. It's like, okay, that's future technology. It heals you. Fine. In the future, foreheads aren't stronger than bullets. You don't know that. They could I be do AIs know that. that that's how it works. in their head, Ryan. You don't know they have titanium skulls look turns out the big twist in the division everybody's fucking robots ryan okay you know what <laughs> fine then they shouldn't bleed red oh robots can't bleed red who's gonna make a robot that bleeds everyone knows robots <laughs> bleed white <laughs> what i would have thought like green or no. something you, have you never seen the alien series of movies i have seen them but i'm just saying if i'm thinking of like a fake blood color like when green blood... is vulcans meg okay but Jesus. blood is like in a game it's censored in japan or australia wherever it is green they always blood. turn it green yeah. it's always time do you remember uh did you guys remember giant citizen kabuto no the game? no so it was uh, a again that came out a long time ago what Sorry. No, there's, there's an Oculus game called 50 Foot Tall Woman, which is it's entirely a game where you're just like a little person and giant 50 foot tall women in bikinis just walk around. I think around. We've, just, oh. we've discussed that before, right? Like, that's some crazy fetish. They chase you and then they squish you eventually if you if they catch you. But Sorry, and, I didn't and, mean and, to... It was and just apparently that that's very sexy. Wait, they're sexy? I, I mean, they're cute, well, they're but they're, really like, cute. huge. But no, you that's... see, like, giant labia. I, th I think this came They're wearing <laughs> bikinis, yeah. Yeah, but no. I'm saying, can you still see the outline, though? Because bikinis aren't keeping that all under wraps. Well, I mean, they're anime style, so they're, they're ah, you know, it's, it's all... it's just, like, a smooth... Yeah, no, it's yeah. there's there's, there's no, no moms. There's no meaty veg. <laughs> there's no, no, no depths <laughs> to be plumbed. <laughs> what is plumbing a death? I love it. Plumbing. Oh, thinking well, of the fruit types. Yes. Um, yeah, but in this game, there so there are three different sort of mini campaigns in Giants. There's one where you play as like these three little tiny alien dudes with jetpacks. One where you play as basically this magical chick who's totally topless, and another one where you play as this huge freaking giant behemoth thing. And uh, they had they weren't allowed to release like they were going to get a rating one because of the toplessness, and then also I think they turned um, they ended up turning the blood green as well. That was one of like the big things 
And so they had to put a top on the chick and turn the blood green. They released it, immediately put out a patch saying, here, turn the blood red, here, make her topless again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Immediately. All they had to do was get the game on shelves. And then they released the patch. It didn't help it sell. Did not sell well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But uh, it's sh- sh- damn shame. I tried to play multiplayer shame. multiple times with myself. Nobody oh. else. That's all there was to play with. That's sad. That's um, House of the Dead also has green. You have a toggle for red or mm-hmm. green blood for House of the Dead. That was also, that was a game that came out. Obviously, it's an arcade game. But it also came out on Wii. And there was a uh, pistol. Like, that. we had, like, a gun attachment, like the Nintendo one. But there was an off-brand one. I want to say, like, Nyko made it. And I think it was called something like the Perfect Shot. It mean um, Nyko or Mad Cat. Yeah, it's, I think it's Nyko. And it was, like, a little handheld pistol that you could put your Wiimote in the top of. That thing was freaking awesome. I remember that. And it was perfect to play House of the Dead with. And I'm sad that that doesn't, like, hasn't caught on more, like... Things like Time Crisis could release for the Wii mm-hmm. and have like a gun attachment. People would go nuts. I agree. Although after a while, all the different attachments, like oh, here's a steering wheel, here's that, here's your tennis racket, they kind of add up to just one big pile of plastic <laughs> that you never use again. You have a giant bin of things to insert your controller into. Oh, yeah. I liked it to plumb the depths of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, a couple things people are saying that um, robots should be bleed black. Oh, oil. I think that's okay. a good one. That's an acceptable I color as well. Um, and the Terminator blood red. Yeah. Well, Suck it, Ryan. He just had skin. Yeah, but he's a robot. I mean, the rest of him was probably not black. I mean, red. Okay, Why you don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm just saying, if somebody's making... Or like Ex Machina, the movie that just came out. The girl had skin. She and did have skin. I didn't see what no, color she bled. No, it just peels bled, off, though. It does just peel off. I don't but think I she bet bled at you, all. I bet if you paper cut her, there could be red coming out of there. He, Oscar Isaac was a genius in that movie. He could make her bleed red. He, he was, but, it, well, he did work, They did have working vaginas. <laughs> they did! Yeah. That, that but that means, could just be a flashlight. That means that they have vaginal mucus It could just be a flashlight. Yeah. You may have to, like, squirt but it. But still, maybe I don't it, think he was squirting it. Maybe it applies its own lube. He that lady over the table, and it didn't look like he was squirting it. Maybe it applies its own lube. Maybe, Maybe it has like internal lube, lube reservoir. Yeah, it's like it's like an inkjet printer. It has to be refilled every so often. <laughs> Your l- strawberry lube, no. It goes the, into the belly button. <laughs> and the cartridge is like two hundred dollars, but you can get like the self-injected refill kit. Yeah. For like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I was no thinking problem. about would that be like a giant lube syringe that you're spraying in a vagina. <laughs> well, it's going to be gross. age restricted now. Uh, we've done it. That's what we, yeah, <laughs> we've succeeded. We've been trying hard to, all day to get something age Yeah, something going to turn out to be the patch. <laughs> I feel you're educated. A, but that's the division. Yeah, your your game reminded me of. Did anybody play, anybody play Earth Defense Force? No, it was like mm-hmm. Earth Defense Force twenty forty one. I'm going to Google it. It was a game where giant bugs. You play uh, as like a Japanese. Almost like a Japanese 2025? police. Yeah, maybe 2025. That sounds real familiar. And uh, you, it's like giant ants are attacking the city. Oh, it was yeah. also in Earth Defense Force 4.1, The Shadow of New Despair. Yeah, it was The Shadow awesome. of New Despair. Earth Defense Force was so, so much fun. And you, giant ants, see, it would attack the city and then you blow them up. And that's what your game reminded me of as well. well I'm all about it. It'd be a mech. It's been a, a giant spider. Be a, be a, Big bug. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we were gonna do a let's play in this. Oh look, the ants bleed red. Or maybe that we did. A, that looks historically accurate. Everyone knows. Ants do you find don't their weak red. points for massive damage? Oh, absolutely. What is you he will, playing? To the ants. I don't know what he has. It's awesome. Uh, that he's also is, got a lot of them. Oh, he's a planting cigarette? something. <laughs> uh, it's actually it was a. It's funny you mentioned that game because it was a bad week for games about giant ants. Oh That's, well, they weren't <laughs> giant. They it was were like, regular sized ants. Oh, where you just made small? Yeah, you yeah, were. You were an ant. ant. You're just an ant. Yeah, just trying an to live ant. its life. Ant simulator. That, R.I.P. Maybe it'll get. No, no, it's done. No, it's I'm, well, it has, it's legally done at this point from the uh, the engineer. Mm-hmm. Basically, what happened for those who aren't aware? Um, the there were three guys that were making a game called Ant Simulator. One of the guys was the engineer. He had put his own money into the project. He announced this week that the project was no longer happening because the other two guys had spent all of their money on booze and strippers and restaurants. Amazing. And there was no more money to make the game. And he couldn't legally complete the game without them because they were part of, like, an LLC. And so he was just quitting the project forever. But he's giving refunds. He's giving refunds, I believe, for... I don't know. There was, like, a whole thing where he didn't actually... 
A bunch of people thought he funded it on Kickstarter, Ant Simulator, but right. he didn't. He funded it through other means. But what he well, did fund... Well, there was fund, Kickstarter for $4,400. But, but that he, was for a different project. Yeah, that was no. for a different project. What he did fund on Kickstarter was a series of about game development, but because it was on his channel during the time that he was part of the LLC, <laughs> he had to delete it. So I okay. think he was refunding the money for the people who paid for the game development series, even though he made it because it was then going to be deleted. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. But yeah. there's, so, there's, there's been a lot of back dude. and forth. Like the he claimed that it was the the beer and hookers, uh, and then they counter that it wasn't. Like that that's not what happened. Oh, I hadn't yeah, heard no, of this. No, been updates. Yeah, give me so that. Let, let's find out. Because frankly, I feel bad for the guy. That sucks, and his friends are can go fuck themselves. Like they are not friends. Gotta say, uh, but at the same time. Like that way of getting canceled. Like, sorry, all the money got spent on strippers and booze. Is right. one of the most ridiculously Wolf of Wall Street rock a... star ways to burn a game project ever. <laughs> so the update that we have here, this is from the article on Polygon, is uh, that uh, Monson Stanley responded to Game Informer yesterday evening to categorically deny Tereshinsky. Tereshinsky. Yeah, his allegations, and in turn accuse him of bad faith dealings as well. Ah, what are these bad? Give me the scoop. Uh, that ele- they allege that in late fall he took control of everything at the studio, including the company's bank accounts, and began closing them down or mothballing them. Well, it sounds like that's because they all account? all the money got spent on strippers. What did, what category is that under on an expense report? Apparently, <laughs> they say he wanted to take it all for himself and cut him and cut the other two guys out of it. Uh, they timed his actions right after the ant simulator grew in popularity. Uh, he also alleged that he that uh, transferred studio funds to his personal account. Interesting, because yeah. he says that the money is all gone, and also his personal money is all gone. Also, yeah, they they're said saying that he, they, he was supposed to get the SDK from Sony, and never did. Uh, I want is somebody in the booth like ready with the Oprah gift? Because what is the truth? Thank you, Muriel, for appreciating my one Oprah what, reference. What are you I, talking I don't about? think There's I know like enough great, about Oprah to appreciate that's an that. Oprah, like an amazing Oprah gif, is her going, What is the truth? Also, uh, Whitney Houston, show me the receipts. Because I, I feel like mm. I need to see the receipts on this. Yeah, it seems like there'd be a paper trail yeah, that would very easily be. denote which one of these people is full of shit. That's right. right. Show me it. Show me your bank yeah. statement. Well, apparently, it's the money's been moved around too much. He's been like bouncing it off of you accounts. See it though. In, in so terms of the stories the that I want now. to believe, I want to believe that it went to strippers and I know, yeah, exactly. Right? So that's the one I'm going to pick. Yeah, he did. Th- that guy definitely picked the best, most newsworthy, sensational story. And For to sure. be fair, he in his video, if he is lying and it's all him, mm-hmm. he d- give this man an Oscar because the YouTube video he put up where it's just all audio, he's like. <sighs> Hey guys, so Ant Simulator's canceled. Like he sounds so sad. He's so. heartbroken. He lost not only his money and his game, but his friends. That's right. And his friends gained a whole bunch of boners. Well, I mean, Ant Simulator was the project of a lifetime. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, him like walking around, and there's video, like pre alpha footage of like Ant Simulator. He's walking around, and you can be all these different kinds of ants. And I just, who the fuck wants to be an ant? Well, it was supposed to have a VR tie-in as well, I think. Who the fuck wants to be a VR Maybe. ant? Maybe I really, you don't know until you are an ant. I really enjoyed both ants and a bug's life. Wow. Gonna put that out there. Ballsy to say you enjoyed ants, because that's like the uh, the underdog there. No shame. Loved them both. Bugs Life was funny, though. Bugs Life was good. Let's talk more about you. You, you, you like didn't bugs. have kids then. I, no, I didn't have so, kids then. Well, that was I only like know it was like ago, little siblings, it? so I figured you hadn't seen a Bugs Life. It's true. I haven't seen a Bugs there Life. There you go. I'm sure I'll catch up to that one sooner or later. Yeah. That was another one of those where two movies with essentially the same premise came out so close together. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hollywood loves that. It was Pixar and DreamWorks, maybe? DreamWorks? Who knows? Maybe? The yeah. old double team. Yeah. Hey. All right. I'm going to read this real quick. <laughs> Speaking of double teams. <laughs> <laughs> this year, <laughs> don't be predictable and show up at your Valentine's Day dinner with the same with some last-minute <laughs> box of chocolates or a bouquet of roses that are going to die in a week anyway. Give the gift everyone is talking about. Show your special someone just how much you care with a present you'll both love. A gift that looks great and feels great. Something that says, you deserve the best. Treat yourself and your boo to a matching pair of MeUndies, the world's most comfortable underwear. This underwear is as comfy as it gets. MeUndies are made of micro-modal fabric, meaning that they're twice as soft as cotton and 
They don't just feel great. They look great, too. MeUndies comes in tons of cool prints and styles, and new designs come out every month. You won't want to miss February's limited edition design from the legendary artist Keith Haring. This retro design is inspired by love, making it the perfect Valentine's Day gift. Grab yourself a pair and celebrate the holiday sporting matching underwear with your sweetheart. And MeUndies has a keep it free Keep it for free guarantee. If you don't fall in love with your first pair, keep them and you'll get your money back. No questions asked. This year, win Valentine's Day. Head to MeUndies.com slash the patch now to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. Don't wait until the last minute, like I might be doing. Uh, get a matching pair for this month's limited edition print while you still can and get 20% off your first order at MeUndies.com slash the patch. Order before February 4th in the U.S. and make sure your pair arrives in time for Valentine's Day. That's MeUndies.com slash the patch for free shipping and 20% off your first order of the world's most comfortable underwear. Do you think, very, that was wonderful really ad read. Do you think MeUndies is watching this just to QA whether or not we did the ad read and they're like, oh, fuck, so much of our copy sounds like we're going to double team someone. <laughs> Like, like completely unintentionally. Yeah, <laughs> show up, but don't have a boring gift. Bring a friend. She's good, sure to be down hey, for both dicks. It's all about having a good time, right? That's right. You gird yourself with whatever you got. You got to get ready for battle. Gird those loins. And you if you're gird. not wearing the right, uh, you know, armor. Right. Maybe she's not interested in your sword. Yeah. It, well, now you've made it like medieval, but we're going for me undies and dicks. All right. Together. <laughs> Thanks for sponsoring the badge. <laughs> Bring a lady home. So, Peter, uh, Molyneux, huh? <laughs> oh, man, that story's so good because he said, we covered this uh, last night, but he said that it, his Twitter got hacked. Right. And he tweeted amazing things like that Fable 3 was his, the worst mistake he's ever made. Yep. And then he, his he got his Twitter back and he was like, sorry, guys, that wasn't me. I would never take gods or goddess or whatever off the market. And then said nothing about Fable 3 being his biggest <laughs> mistake. <laughs> I don't understand. Everyone hates Fable 3. I did not think it was anywhere near as good as Fable 2. But I didn't think it was this kind of widespread joke worthy. There's so many other games that are more <laughs> worthy of that. I mean, John Cleese was your fucking butler. How fucking cool is that? I will say, what gets me about Fable 3 is like the you were the chosen one type thing. Where Peter Molyneux comes out every year. He promises to change my flippin' life. And how everything is going to be so much more incredible than I could possibly imagine. And Fable 3 was one of the buggiest games that released that year. It was so but riddled with bugs. Which is, I didn't have any of those problems, apparently. Did you play at all with other people? No. See, I played co-op. Who wants to play Fable with other people? Oh, it was fun. Uh. I, I, but playing in co-op would be like, oh, I've frozen to the ground for some reason. We're both <laughs> going to have to restart our consoles now. Oh, you're in the, the dumbest stuff. Like, oh, you're in your little closet. Now I have to be in your shitty little closet? Why can't I continue on my game? You can't have more than one chosen person. Oh, my God. Chosen one. That's why it let me that's down. Why it it's says chosen, chosen one. one. I enjoyed yeah. the game, and then it, it, but it let me down with all of these bugs. Did they ever get rectified, or was it always pretty I mean, bad? No. Yeah. I, for as long as I played, they never did. It drove you away from the game. It did. Well, it there did. hasn't been a Fable 4, so. Well, well there's, there's Fable Legends. Legends, yeah. Play with your butt. there hasn't been a Fable butt. 4. There's like a, there was supposed to be one that was like the Wii Balance Pad Fable. Huh? That? I'll Google it. it. I did a story at it. supposed to work? Back at SourceFed, y'all. I members. Well, it's uh, weird because... It, well, you ahead. drive it with your ass. Hey, I like it. I, I mean, is that Fable. lift and tone? Or what are, what are we talking here? Does it plumb your depths? We... I mean, it might tighten them up. Make them harder to plumb. You'll you'll have plumb-proof depths. <laughs> Woof. Depths. <laughs> um, daffy duck. Um, I thought one of the problems that people had with Fable 3 was... Was that the one where Peter Molyneux came out and was all about the power of touch. Oh, I think... Where you, okay. you, you know, you touch people and you, you make connections Well, he he that seems that he drops that line of Whatever. garbage on every... It's like, oh, yeah, Remember no, you're going to start a family and you'll be an empire. You I will started be a, a lot of families. I did. I, started, I got <laughs> trying to figure out which one family to move into the castle was uh, a tough one. <laughs> the, the best was the comparative play that would pop up for everything. So it'd be like, you got an STD. Look at how many STDs your friends have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jessica Chobot has five STDs. I got to fucking catch up. Felt the same way. It's pretty much, that was, you <laughs> Jessica Chobot doesn't have any in the game. In the game. I never say that. She's a nice lady. In the uh, game, she had more than me, I remember, and I was very upset. Uh, yeah, that was any time you, 
Anytime you banged a prostitute without protection. Yeah. Right? yeah. You got, well, not every, what, 100% not every time. 100% guaranteed STD? No, it was a gamble. I think I banged some without getting it. I'm pretty sure I got one every single time. <laughs> you got to <laughs> be careful terrible? when you're raw dog. <laughs> it's true. Then I had babies running around, and I was like, get out of my way, baby. Is there like a special item, like a infinite STD-proof condom? or No. no you just kind of rinse it out every time, and you're good to go? No, you just had to buy new ones. Yeah, I did like that. You rinse it out. Sick fuck, It's a magical item. disgusting. You just dunk it in the river and it's good to go again. Disgusting. Look, Peter Molyneux promised. (laughs) Remember when he had that dumb, what was it, Otis or... Was an Ollie oh, or um, oh yeah the the kid um, yeah. it was gonna be like the the big connect thing yeah um, well, I thought it was Otis or well, one of the fables was gonna have a big connect component too right isn't what is it they, he kept promising th- it's so hard to keep his promises he straight. has so many promises Milo Milo nah. yeah you're gonna be able to talk to him and have conversations and he's going to be a part of your life oh well, I said Otis because of Milo and Otis. <laughs> 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 that's uh, how that wire's connected he also Goddess was the one. Where one person was in it because they tapped the block. Yes. So remember that there was that like what's in the cube sort of game. And everyone's just like tapping and breaking blocks and breaking blocks. And whoever got the one in the center was going to have that, that reward that would change your life. And it turned out that some dude who had just started the game happened to be the one to get it. <laughs> and uh, he was, it, it made him god in goddess. He was like the god. I don't remember what. Except he wasn't ever. They never actually got him in there, right? He's now one of the gods. So that's the other weird thing that happened in conjunction with this was they dropped a new goddess game, like Goddess World or Wars. What is it? Um, So, which I never got the impression that anybody was happy with the original. No. Is it? It's Goddess, Goddess, right? It's not Godus. Yeah, it's just Goddess. Mm -hmm. Like people hated that game because it was such an incomplete uh, piece of junk that he crowdsourced. And then Goddess never Wars delivered on. Is what you're talking yeah, about. Goddess Wars. It, which is unfortunate because uh, I, I never ended up playing the game because I heard so many terrible things about it, but I loved the look of it. Mm-hmm. I really liked the style. I thought that sort of. Um, it reminded me of those maps that are all based on elevation. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Where all the different tiers and stuff are just laid out. And the game itself looks like that to me. I thought it was a really unique look, especially because uh, it was during. This time where, like, Minecraft was at its height, everyone's making these block games, and I thought this was a nice different take on that kind of aesthetic. But it doesn't help much if the game's no good. He also promised, I'm going to look it up here so I don't get this wrong, but he also promised the winner um, part of the, like, revenue of the game. Yeah, like a percentage of revenue. Yeah. Only, Uh, I guess, the winner was Brian Henson. Um, he is one of the, he is apparently one of the gods in Goddess Wars Brian? because it's like a Brian, Brian. our Lord and Savior Brian, Brian. <laughs> with a Y Henson. But apparently he never got his his uh, he never got his original award reward. Sorry, he uh, let's see. There's a Wired article here that is from this year, January 27th of this year, and it was okay, a prize a couple days ago. Brian Henderson had never received his prizes. Um, yes, he got his... Uh, Peter Molyneux called it a life-changing, amazing, by any definition, reward. Turned out to be a starring role in Goddess. Um, he was 18 when he won. He became the god of gods. And uh, those features... Oh, he was supposed to be the god of gods, a standing that was to be battled over by players in the God Sims multiplayer modes. But how, however, those modes never launched, and two years after Curiosity ended, Henderson had been forgotten. Oh, <laughs> well, so it was he was like a real god. To be clear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure true. people like he in his life still remember him. He's that's a very strange he's way not, to phrase it. Like, forgotten. no, we burned him out of existence. His disappointment was so great that even his family forgot about him. That's so sad. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep reading this. Um, there was apparently a, a part of Humble Bundle is helping him get some prizes. They said, we empathize with Brian and how he must have felt after coming to the realization that the amazing prize he had won would never be delivered. We decided that we wanted him wanted to do something to make him whole and approached him to participate in our first bundle. I don't appreciate them thinking that he's not a whole person I, without their aw, prizes. No, making them whole is like a UK saying for like making it up to you. It's a Wired UK. Okay, uh, well then, I, then I'll accept it because otherwise, yeah. like, goddamn Wired. Yeah. You remember that free stuff you were gonna get? You don't get it anymore. That's true. Yeah, this I, I like sad. to think that they're they're like, oh, it's 
he's devastated and he's probably just sitting down there being like yeah whatever oh <laughs> that's like the guy who won the the contest to be in a link to the past and he got his own room and then it's impossible to get to in the regular game so he like <laughs> was like guys i won this contest i'm gonna be in the next zelda game and nobody could find his damn room <laughs> poor guy well, look, now Brian is finally memorialized because yes. he's one of the gods in Goddess Wars. Uh, my question is, how do you get to make Goddess Wars when you make Goddess and everyone hates it? Because you're Peter Molyneux. What does that mean? All its name is synonymous with is broken promises and shattered that dreams. That is true. Why do they keep bringing him back, Ryan? Here's the thing. Why? I, look, I like Molyneux. I just I understand that he is a chronic overpromiser and yes. that you have to take the kinds of things that he promises and then say, all right, well, technically, what's actually possible? Like, what's the seed in there that we're going to get? Mm -hmm. I feel like when uh, there's a Carl Pokington joke that he says that if he had a superhero, he'd be bullshit man, where somebody would be bullshitting and he would fly in and be like, bullshit, and they would just <laughs> have to accept that it was bullshit. He would have to follow that guy around all day because that's all Peter Molyneux does yeah. is spell bullshit. Peter Molyneux is the E3 presentation of every game that's ever been released. That's right. That's it. I mean, it's, he's and he the, also goes to E three and sure ruins presentations. What has he been ruining someone's no, presentations? No, he just over promises everything. Oh, uh, for a minute there, I, I mean, thought he just got Milo drunk was, and stumbled on no, the stage like, ah, your game looks great. No, I'm gonna let you finish. You're great, but he's so, not the the little big planet people <laughs> that stumbled onto the stage drunk and ruined their little big planet presentation. Maybe the secret is just to ignore him altogether and take the games at their own value. Yeah? Because I really enjoy a lot of the games. I mean, I've been a fan since Black and White. I mm -hmm. did, I, I'm not, you know, as far back as Populous, but, or, uh, or Dungeon Keeper, but I, I started with those games of Black and White. Loved it. Had no idea who he was. I just bought it because I liked the box. It was black on one side and white on the other side. It had two flaps. You guys remember when games had boxes and then there'd be the mm -hmm. flap you open and it's got the art inside. It's super cool. One side was black, one side was white, and they showed you, like, your world is an evil god and your world is a cool god, and I was like, yeah, I'm <laughs> on board. I can be sold by a box. What's up with him so, and gods? He really likes god games. That's yeah. his whole thing. I and, mean, you know, populist, dungeon keeper, black and white, black and white too. Uh, Fable to some goddess. extent because you end up being, like, you shape your whole kingdom based on your own behavior. Go figure, mm -hmm. guy has delusions of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome to every video game ever. What well, like what the, what about video games where you just go about shopping? He changes the world by your actions in every game. That's, That's the whole point. Well, sure, but I'm saying like the physical environment. Like if you're evil, yeah. it's like darker and more <laughs> sinister in Fable. That and your appearance changes as well. Yeah, it's pretty mm -hmm. sick. So those are great features. I mean, honestly, like he delivering on a tenth of what he promises. Usually, that tenth is decent. Yeah, it's just that. Some, it's like, like he, he's the dreamer and no one's there to rein him in. Like he needs somebody. He needs to be some. Able, he needs some no men. Yeah, like uh, 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 Peter, uh, that will cost four million more dollars than we have. Please, and, please don't say that anymore. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think he actually admitted that a, a little while back that he is a dreamer and his dreams outpace technology a lot. But you know, he's he's this like he's got that eternal child thing going on where he's just super excited about everything that's one of the things that makes him such a good speaker even if you know he's not gonna be able to deliver is he fully like he believes he's on board he has this vision he's fully committed to it he's really excited about it and um you know it's kind of it's kind of addictive i like seeing dreamers and i get it technology does not always work out that way because you have to be like all right let's take that Let's dial it back to the current pixels. <laughs> I feel I understand that, and yes, it is nice to see dreamers talk about their dreams. But you're also a businessman when you're selling something to consumers. That's why he shouldn't have been running a studio. Absolutely, he's a he's a wonderful, wonderful creative, but could use business people to to sit him down and work all that stuff out before you talk to people. Yeah, I just think there's a line between dreamer and liar. <laughs> wow, Meg's bitter. I'm just saying, Salty. I'm not calling him. I'm just saying, you, if you overpromise forever, it's a if, yes, you're a dreamer, but also you've told me lies. He told you dreams, Meg. He told, is it a lie? I'm going to say that now whenever I lie to Gavin. I'm going to be like, I told you a dream. Is it a lie if he believes it? It's exactly like, oh, I'll be ready in 10 minutes, and I'm actually ready in 15 minutes. I'm sorry, I told you a dream of when I would be ready. Well, I mean, that, at least that you is were a dream. ready. <laughs> I mean, in 15 minutes, you came out done. Right. 
Right, because here's the thing: is I probably would say that would legitimately believe I was going to be ready in ten minutes. True. I'm sure I could it's do still it. Still alive, but technology just wasn't with me. It's <laughs> still alive. Well, on that note, <laughs> we'll be back next week. If this isn't a lie, I'm not sure. I think we actually. I'm have, telling you a dream. It's all a dream. We will have a game club this week. Uh, so check back if you would like to see us talk about Zoom beanies. This coming week. This coming week? Right, so it'll be, this is now. This is this live. This is now. Right. The next when Wednesday. When will now be later? Nope. The next Wednesday we'll have a dream a, a dream club. Damn it! No, well, we're we're not streaming, we're not streaming Game no. Club, but it will be out tomorrow. Ha! Oh. No. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I knew yes. things. Because we're, we're trying to keep it um, first week of the month, but studio uh, recording times and everything, um, and also, our own scheduling gets a little bit difficult, so we're going to record first thing in the morning and uh, release tomorrow afternoon. Ashley so. told you a dream of what happened, but the real <laughs> truth is Ryan didn't play the fucking game. Hey, you hey, didn't do your us homework. We, we switched to a, your homework. We switched to Thank a you month, for joining so us. had this plenty been, of time to play the game. This has been a lovely uh, episode of The Patch. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>